Hey everyone, and welcome to episode two of Who is Neil? I want to start by saying thank you to everyone that listened to episode one of this podcast. Whether you like it or not, I really appreciate it. I also want to clarify a few things. First, I am not actively supporting a candidate in this election. I shared in episode one that I am liberal because I am. But that does not mean this podcast has a political agenda. It does not. Second, as I stated in episode one, I got interested in the political process over the last couple years. Technology is now playing an enormous role in that process, bigger than we know. Neil Turner is an example of someone that understands technology and how tech can empower his messaging and influence media within the political process. Being interested in the process and technology is why I'm interested in finding out more about who Neil really is. For a quick recap, in the last episode, we gave an introduction to who Neil may be. An extremely active pro-Trump account that has amassed a cult following on the Twitter platform. Neil is supposedly a teenage to early 20-year-old living in Mississippi. His bio on Twitter reads this, Fighting political correctness and white genocide, one tweet at a time. Hashtag Trump, hashtag alt-right. Neil's tweets have also been featured in Politico and Fortune, which is true. They have. However, it wasn't the press that got Neil popular. It was technology. Neil runs a script, a simple computer program, that allows his account to be the first respondent to every tweet that comes from either Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton's accounts. Each reply Neil sends is posted within two seconds of Trump or Clinton posting their tweet, ensuring he is always the number one response. We then talked a little bit about how Trump's Twitter strategy works and why it is becoming quite dangerous. Well, Donald Trump trying to get some serious damage control underway after sharing an image of some crime statistics broken down by race that turned out to be completely wrong. But Trump defended the move, telling Bill O'Reilly last night that he was not the one who compiled those figures. I then shared a brief conversation I had with Neil on Twitter to show that he is not just a bot. Just because you run a script to automate tweets does not mean that you were a bot account. Anyone with elementary programming skills can write and deploy the script that Neil is currently using. After many posts, I finally got into a Twitter conversation with an account named Anti-Racist Hitler, and Neil himself decided to chime in on the thread. It went as follows. Nathan, in reply to Neil's tweet, Who is Neil Turner? Check out this link and find out. A link to my website. Anti-racist. I signed up. No link. Nathan. I'll send a link when I start publishing episodes. Anti-racist. I've got info on him. Neil. Please. 
Sad Face, Anti-Racist, Lol, Nathan, Why the Long Face, Neil, Neil, Secrets are called secrets for a reason, Nathan, What's the reason, Neil? Neil then shares an image of the definition of secret from dictionary.com. Nathan, that's a definition, not a reason why all secrets should be kept secret. Anti-racist, it's going to be expensive if you want the goods. Nathan, only time will... Now, in this episode, we are going to discuss what Neil and Trump's Twitter followers have been saying to me since I started including episode one of this podcast in my replies to Neil's tweets. We'll then take a look at what Trump himself does when he engages in a Twitter war with other candidates. And finally, and probably most importantly, I'll share some very important information I received on Neil's true identity. This will give us some insights into who Neil really is. Enjoy. What good is melody? What good is music if it ain't possessing something sweet? Now it ain't the melody and it ain't the music. There's something else that makes this tune complete. Yes, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. After I started posting episode one of this podcast, along with my replies to Neil's tweets, I began receiving some angry messages on Twitter from Neil and Trump supporters. This was to be expected, though. However, as I started receiving these tweets, I began to realize a trend among these Neil-esque accounts. All these accounts are generally created either in the last few months or in the summer of 2015 when Trump was really just getting his campaign started. Quite interesting that these accounts have spent such little time on the Twitter platform given how savvy they are. Here are a few different tweets and comments that I've received from Neil's uh, crew. Another liberal ranting. Let's make Nathan exposed episode one. This old man, referring to me, is obsessed with this brilliant young man, referring to Neil. This abomination made an entire podcast about Neil. And finally, hey cuck, fuck you. Don't mean a thing, boy, if it ain't got a Now, as I mentioned, these accounts are generally newly created, yet they're quite Twitter savvy. So what I did was I ran real Donald Trump's Twitter account through a site called TwitterAudit.com, which shows you how many real and how many fake followers your follower base is encompassed of. Now, for Trump, it said 30% of his followers are fake. Now, it's also important to note that a lot of people have been very positive about me trying to find out who Neil really is. Let me share some of their tweets. 
Nice job exposing this bozo. I've been wondering about Neil. Thanks for this. Looking forward to listening. I've wondered this myself. We should know the real Neil Turner story. What the first guy in line is all about. And this one, which I found kind of funny. A bot account to counter a bot account. Fuck, Twitter is getting weird. Now overall, there's surely been a lot of negativity directed my way. But it's important to realize that this is really nothing. Trump has validated this type of trolling by doing it himself. Let's look at one of the Twitter wars Trump waged on his own primary opponent, Ted Cruz. It is not acceptable for a big, loud New York bully to attack my wife. It's an action of a small and petty man who is intimidated by strong women. Donald, you're a sniveling coward and leave Heidi the hell alone. Okay, we're going to go back through the tweets so you can t get the chronology of what's going on here. Uh, there was a super PAC, an anti-Trump super PAC that had nothing to do, no connection with the Cruz uh, campaign that tweeted out a beautiful picture of Melania Trump. Uh, but Cruz, or, uh, Trump wasn't happy about it, and he went after Cruz and said that he was going to spill the beans on Heidi Cruz because of this. Here it is. Lion Ted Cruz just used a picture of Melania from a GQ shoot in his ad not correct. Be careful, Lion Ted, or I'll spill the beans on your wife. There's been some back and forth, and then apparently Donald Trump has retweeted a side-by-side -side of Heidi Cruz and Melania Trump. Uh, a lot of people find that to be, um, you know, less than appropriate. I think those are the words that Cruz used. Uh, you could see he's upset about going after his wife. Now we have a new tweet from Donald Trump that he has just put out about this as well. He says just minutes ago, I didn't start the fight with Lion Ted Cruz over the GQ cover of Melania. He did. He knew the pack was putting it out, hence lying Ted. AB, he has disavowed it. He has said they never had any communications. This is an anti-Trump pack. It's not a necessarily pro-Cruz super pack. They want no connection to this. Does it matter? I mean, does it matter when Donald Trump is saying, hey, he is connected and he's just It matters that it. Donald Trump is lying about, I mean, look, Ted Cruz. But to his I, voters, no, does it matter? Oh, no, no. His, when Donald Trump does something to diminish it himself, it doesn't matter to him and it doesn't matter to his supporters. And it, and it won't. But it's going to matter if you look at his negative numbers with women and suburban voters and other people in the general election. And there's new polling on that all over the place this week. Ted Cruz is not a sympathetic figure. That was a clip describing a Twitter war that broke out between Ted Cruz and Donald Trump during the primary season. If you remember what was said during the first episode of this podcast, it is the content that Trump decides to retweet and distribute from his followers on Twitter that is just as much cause for concern as his own words. The retweet in question reads this, A picture is worth a thousand words and is accompanied by an image showing an unflattering picture of Heidi Cruz, Ted Cruz's wife, and Melania Trump, Donald Trump's wife, side by side. The image has a header reading, no need to spill the beans, and then at the bottom of the image says the images are worth a thousand words. This retweet originated from an account called 
DonVito08, another fishy account, just like our friend Neil, that was created in August 2015, right during the heat of the primary season. DonVito08, much like Neil, has accrued a large following for the memes that it creates and distributes. Regardless of the authenticity of this content, Trump did not back down. After saying that you were going to spill the beans about Heidi Cruz, you retweeted an unflattering picture of her next to a picture of your wife. I thought it was a nice picture of Heidi. I thought it was fine. Come on. I thought it was fine. She's a pretty you're, woman. You're running for president of the excuse United me, excuse States. Excuse me. I didn't start it. Okay, that's, I didn't uh, start it. But, sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. No, it's not the, yeah, no, it's the, the argument, argument of a five-year-old. Is, is he started it. You would it. say that. That's the problem with our country. Every parent that's, knows that's a kid not who a says he started excuse it. Excuse me. No, no, no. That's, that, that's the problem. Exactly that thinking is the problem this country has. I did not start this. He sent out a picture, and he knew very well he it, was a picture. Picture, a, it was a picture. He didn't send out a picture, an anti-Trump. It was a picture of a cover story. Super PAC It was a out. cover story of a picture taken by Antoine Verglas, one of the great photographers of the world, by the way. My wife was a very, a very, very successful, successful model, model like one of the most. It was a picture for the cover of GQ, which is a decent, which is a very good magazine. This wasn't even, a pro, it wasn't even a pro they uh, were Romney super people. PAC, it was an anti-Trump super PAC. They were PAC. Romney people. Romney is, you know, very embarrassed that he did so badly four years ago. The guy choked like a dog Do and he lost that an election. He sent that it he out? No, everybody knows he sent it out. He knew the people in the super PAC. He knew that I, I would be willing to bet he wrote the phrase, you know, this is, would you like to have this as your first lady? And a lot of people said yes, actually, if you want to know the truth. That was a clip from a GOP town hall with Anderson Cooper and Donald Trump. As you can see, Trump himself acts quite childish when he seems to know that he's done something that was over the line and a little bit wrong, but he won't admit it. So now you can see where followers like Neil get their validation, which brings us back to our favorite follower, Neil Turner. For me, ooh, 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 ooh. and I'm feeling good. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel. River running free, you know how I feel. Blossom on. It's a new day, it's a new life for me, and I'm feeling good. As I mentioned last episode, I have gotten a number of listeners, mostly other Twitter users, that are also interested in finding out who Neil Turner really is. One conversation I had with a listener was especially interesting and very useful. The source wishes to remain unnamed, but is fine with me sharing the content of our conversation. It went as follows. I, Nathan, receive this message from my source. Source. Hi, Nathan. I like your podcast on Neil Turner, quote-unquote. You're right that the account is fake. Like so many fake AstroTurf accounts one often can find that their persona is fake-slash-stolen by flipping the image horizontally and then running the result through a reverse image search, 
such as Google Images or TinEye. Intrigued for the same reasons as you, I did this after observing that quote-unquote Neil Turner's phone camera location on his iPhone was in the wrong place. In addition to the very poorly and obviously photoshopped stock hat picture on his head in his profile account picture. The other behaviors of the account made this pretty clear too. Moonlight and love songs never out of day Hearts filled with passion Jealousy and hate Woman needs man And man must have his mate That no one can deny It's still the same old story A fight for love and glory A case of do or die The world will always welcome lovers As time My source then linked me to several different social media accounts noting that these are just a few of the places you can find a variation of Neil's profile picture from Twitter. The handles are as follows. A Twitter account called FoundWatch, owned by Jason Garrett. It is the same profile picture of Neil, just zoomed out and transformed 180 degrees. The bio reads this. Love surfing and skating, and avenged sevenfold. I am Jason Garrett, and my brothers are Chris Garrett, Nathan Garrett, and stepbrother, Robert Garcia. The account was created in February 2015. Again, twitter.com slash foundwatch, all one word. Another Twitter account called Humberto underscore Nine Amaya, H U M B E R T O underscore nine, the number nine, Amaya, A M A Y A. On this account, there is the same picture of Neil, only zoomed in a little closer this time and still transformed 180 degrees. The bio is for Humberto Amaya, and is in Spanish. It translates to this. Difficult? Difficult is to give someone what they really want. Twitter.com slash Humberto underscore nine Amaya. Check it out. Finally, my source linked me an Instagram account called NotScotch supposedly owned by a person named Graham. Again, this included the exact same profile picture that the Neil Turner Twitter account uses. Instagram.com slash N-O-T-S-C-O-T-C-H. Check it out. Full of passion.
He declined, but replied with more interesting insights. Source. No thanks. I'm just an interested party who fed up with Neil Turner, quote-unquote, trolling, very dearly wishes to remain completely and totally anonymous, as much as I wish to see this fraud exposed. If you mention this on your podcast, you should also ask why Neil is misusing a kid's photo and seriously abusing that kid's identity, perhaps illegally, since I'm sure Neil A. did not get permission nor paid the real person in the photo, and B. manipulated someone else's likeness to evade being found out. I'm just a person, not affiliated with any party, candidate, or pact. Hope this is helpful. I then thanked my source. He wished me luck, and we went our separate ways. Now we know one thing is for sure. Neil is not Neil Turner from Mississippi. Oh, he is a real person. Maybe even several people running tech-powered accounts that are driving the Trump message out to millions of people. After posting this episode... Even more information and thoughts have come in to me about Neil, but that will have to wait until the next episode of Who is Neil? Until then, happy hunting. <laughs>